From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Welcome back to the World That's Good Podcast, fam. Today, I legit have fam in the house. Normally, it's my mom. Normally, it's Christian. But today, we are blessed with the cutest married couple with a little baby, besides my other sibling who's married with a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Mary-Kate and John Luke, welcome. Hey, good to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. Thanks for having us. So exciting. Okay, so it's kind of funny because I know y'all because y'all are obviously my family and friends, but you guys are a big deal to the world because we posted y'all's picture and DMs were flying. We're like, where are you guys on the everyday, okay? Where are y'all for us? But you guys are awesome. Everybody loves y'all. But I won't treat you any different than I treat everybody else. So what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? And John Luke, you have been on our podcast. Yes. Don't repeat yourself unless it actually is just the best piece ever. Okay, well, that was the best piece ever. (laughs) (laughs) This is specifically in this season of life. Mm -hmm. Mark Twain said, if you have to eat a frog, best do it in the morning. If you have to eat two frogs, best do them one after the other. And the whole idea behind that is, like, first thing you do every morning, do the hardest thing Mm. you have to do that day. If you have to do two hard things, do them back to back. That way you you get them out of the way in the morning and then your rest of the day you're free. I've actually never heard that quote. That's so good. And especially in this time is when I've really, really impacted my life in the sense of like with coronavirus and with being so like up in the air on things Mm -hmm. and so many hard decisions I have to make. It's just been so freeing for me to like wake up and like, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to do this morning. Hardest thing I have to do today. That's so good. I love that. And if, for those of you who don't know, John Lee Grant's a summer camp called Camp Shioka. So you legit, if you wanted to take it seriously, could go like eat a frog in the morning just to be <laughs> like, I am committed. Uh-huh. <laughs> but don't do that. It just made me think, do you remember that snow cone from Debbie's that we used to get called Frog in a Blender? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so it's good. It's like cherry oh, mixes so something that makes it brown. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> green apple. It's like, it's like green, green apple. apple and cherry. Yeah. <laughs> frog in a Blender. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Uh, okay, Mary-Kate, did you think of one? Okay, I thought of one. It's actually a Bible verse, but Lisa Turkers, I think it, it maybe it was like an Instagram caption mm-hmm. or in a book or something, I don't remember, but she brought up, it was Galatians 6, and it's in the message version, mm-hmm. so I think it's verse 5, but it says, each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. Mm, that's cool. And I think it was just saying like, God has you where you are for a reason and has given you all you need yeah, to do what he's called you to do. Like That's you're not so missing good. out on anything. You're not missing any of your tools. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, when I heard that verse, I was feeling really bad with my health. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I just don't feel like my body is working at like how it should be for me to be able to do everything I need to do. 
And it just was so freeing to be like, no, God's given me everything I need to do. Like, I'm not missing out on anything. Like, he's got me where I am, giving me what I need to do what he wants me to do. That's so And it was just very freeing to not be thinking, oh, things should be like this or like this. Like, no, I'm good where I'm at. I love that. I feel like we get caught in that a lot. It's like, oh, if things were like this, then we would Mm -hmm. be doing that. Instead of Mm -hmm. like, no, right here, right now, like we have what we need. That is so good. And it's really cool because asking people the best piece of advice they've been given, you always see it like lived out in their life. Like you could Mm -hmm. almost guess what people are going to say now that I've, you know, done like three seasons. We stopped counting seasons. So the third season has like 30 episodes. (laughs) But but now that we've done this, like when I hear people, I'm like, that makes so much sense because I see that in your life. Like John, like you've been doing a lot of hard things just running a summer camp at your age like that's crazy dealing with a lot of people and that can be hard in different ways and Mm -hmm. fun but hard and then Mary Kate like even the word creative was in there and it's so cool because like you take where you're at and even just like your life as a married woman and a mom and like thrive in like creative ways and it's super cool to see and so I love that plus I was thinking like we should start a point system for what that's good and if you actually use a bible verse you get like 10 points (laughs) that's awesome I love that okay so this is kind of on the same wavelength, but a lot of people were DMing because this is ask, asking questions from DMs where the DM people lead the podcast. And so many people said, what was the best relationship advice that y'all got? And so anything come to your mind? I think for me, early in our marriage, one thing that a lot of people said was just forgive. Mm-hmm. Just at any point, forgive. And being married, like you realize like that is such a just constant thing of just like forgiveness in the small things, forgiveness in the big things Mm -hmm. from like leaving a towel on the floor to everything else that goes along with marriage. It's just a constant like forgiveness, giving them a bit of the doubt. Recently with camp and everything going on, Jeff Bethke is doing his family teams Uh stuff. One of the things that he talks about is like seeing your family as a team. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately in our marriage Because I think for guys especially, it's very easy to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. the team you're on, whether that's work or sports or whatever, your team work, and not seeing your wife as a part of the whole team that you're on. In the sense of like the things that you would do for your team, giving the benefit out, addressing conflict, working through finding solutions, the best thing. You don't think about that mindset yeah. when you think about your marriage, mm-hmm. but it's all really the same stuff. Is like That's cool. giving, giving your teammate the benefit of the doubt, working through conflict, finding the best solutions. That's cool. And like, to accomplish the goal that you're trying to accomplish, which is to love each other as best as possible. That's Mm -hmm. so good. I'll take that for me and Christian's marriage. And we love being a team. So that's awesome. I love that. Mary Kate, anything come to mind? I had two things. The first was like right before we got married, my pastor growing up, the whole like marriage triangle thing with like Mm -hmm. God at the top. I just still think that is so accurate. Right. Like God at the top, us each at a corner at the bottom. And like the closer we're getting to God, the closer we're getting to each other. And my pastor had told me, he was like, look, if one of you like starts, you know, getting further away, like if you start to feel distance, the best thing you can do is not run after them, but just run after God. And like the closer you get to God, the closer you're going to get to them. And I just thought that was huge. And then probably like a year into our marriage, either you or your mom, I can't remember, was just talking about. And it's so cliche, but it's so true, but just learning to laugh. That's good. And like Mm -hmm. 
just learning to laugh at each other and I not take that. every single thing so seriously, yeah. it makes things so much more fun. That's mm-hmm. so good. Learning to laugh. Sometimes like the cliche sayings or the short ones are really the ones that impact you the most because like you can hold on to that. It's like yeah. in a moment like, okay, I need to learn to laugh. And I'm bad at that sometimes because I can be so sensitive, which I really think that y'all kind of like got it halfway out of me whenever y'all called me sensitive Sally for a year. But <laughs> that was brutal. But um, no, sensitivity is hard and learning to laugh is huge for that. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Something that people asked a lot was how and when did y'all meet? And I had the honor of seeing this all play out. So y'all tell the story of how and when y'all met, but that's not how and when y'all started dating. So you can kind of yeah. go into that too. Right. We met, I was in, I guess- We were both 15. We were both 15. And this year, so I'm the director of Camp Shioka now. Mm-hmm. Been here my entire life where me and Sadie went, grew up. But for a couple of years, it went through a rough patch and closed down. During that time, I went to a different camp called King's Camp. And that's the camp that Mary Kate went to. Isn't that crazy mm-hmm. that the years that it shut down is the years that y'all met? Like, I never okay, thought about that. God, yeah. mm-hmm. what'd wow. you do your thing? Mm-hmm. That's cool. So we met then and we were assigned to the same like Olympic Day team type thing. We were both on the red team. And so we kind of talked then. And then our first like real conversation was we were partnered together for the wall sit competition. Oh, <laughs> brutal. brutal. So we were like sitting on the wall next to each other. And that's when we first started talking. And it's funny now that I think about it, because I was like, let's just like talk about something. Like, yeah. let's just talk. This is horrible. Like, let's get our minds off of it. And mm-hmm. I literally said, so do you have any siblings? And mm-hmm. you were like, yeah, I do. I've got like awesome. three sisters and a brother. And so oh my I actually learned about you there. That is so crazy. That's a miracle in itself that y'all met at a wall sitting competition and made it because that would be my worst first impression. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, oh, that's awesome. And then, so I don't know if everybody knows this but after that Mary Kate ended up coming to her high school and she went to a different high school and then we met mm-hmm. and her little sister and we all became like best friends mm-hmm. and so it's just crazy how life works out and then y'all can kind of tell when y'all started dating because I'll never forget the day the well, 80s we were March. when she transferred <laughs> I transferred like a year later a year later and we sat next to each other in class became friends relationship mm-hmm. kind of built up built up and she was friends with Sadie and so we were just hung out like a lot and really saw each other a lot and started liking each other and then we officially started dating on how Sadie pronounced it at the time the itties of March March 15th <laughs> the itties <laughs> the itties so every year we always we celebrate the we itties. celebrate the itties we're like guys group text every itties. year <laughs> that group text like it will be like silent for a year and we'll uh, be like the itties it's like the three of us and my sister <laughs> It's so funny. We all do talk regularly. It's just the itties in March doesn't always, it's not always happening for us. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is an interesting question and I really want to know what y'all think because, I mean, y'all are in high school. So this question could be true, could be not true. But somebody says, a lot of people say that like when you know, you know. Is that a true statement or what do y'all think about that? Like when you know, you know, like you just know he's the one or you know she's the one. I've always said that. I'm kind of one to kind of throw that out there because that was true for us. Like, yeah. It was like, oh, you know, you know. But I think there are things that play into that. Yeah. I think you have to be actually very self-aware yeah. and like mm-hmm. know yourself in that and then mm-hmm. also be really 
sensitive to the Holy Spirit and yes, that like your, your life already has to be close to Him. Because I think some people can be kind of in denial, like, oh yeah, we're totally getting yeah. married. And it could be a really bad relationship. Yeah. We had no bad signs. Like all yeah. of our family was really happy with like mm-hmm. us together. Like there was no red flags. That's anywhere. so good. I love yeah. how you said that. Because I think people think that, you know, you know, is like a glance or it's like a, a magical, like, I just know he's the one. Mm-hmm. It's not like I know he's the one because I feel a peace about this and my family loves him. And like there are actual things that are great about our relationship that make me know he's mm-hmm. the yeah. one. Like that's right. so good. I think for me, you could say like, I saw Mary Kate and I was like, she's the one. absolutely loved her and wanted to marry her. But like in the grand scheme of things, had we have not met, had things worked out differently, for both of us, there would have been someone else. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not like saying we're looking at each other and be like, oh, they're the one, as if like we were the only only one person that we could, should, would marry in our entire lives. It worked out that way. And obviously super happy and excited about that. And also, Good. yeah, <laughs> super happy and excited about that. Obviously, I well, I say that to say, say in the sense of what Mary Kate said. We never use that like she's the one to push anyone else away or yeah. in any kind of defensive way. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it wasn't like someone was saying like. I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. And we were saying, oh, she, she's, she's the, the one. one. She's yeah. the one. Yeah. It was always like, oh, yeah, I think she's the one. And yeah. Everyone saw it. Everyone agreed with it. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, That's yeah, this so is good. really awesome. Yeah. Everybody listened to what they're saying. Like their community love that person. And that mm-hmm. that's huge. Like if you're like sisters, your brothers, your friends, your parents are at peace with somebody, like pay attention to that. And if they're not, pay attention to that. Huge mm-hmm. red flag for sure. And conversations worth having. And so that's awesome. And so now you guys have a baby, mm-hmm. little yeah. John Sheppy boy. Yep. His name is John Shepherd, and he's the cutest little snuggle bug. I love him. He's the snuggliest baby. And people were asking, what's that transition like from being newlyweds to being married a few years and then having a baby? And how do you, I'm sure this was a young mom that asked, how do you guys have intentional time together now with a baby in the picture? I'm all about that sleep training. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say that. Maybe is he good. Goes, he goes to bed at seven. And I mean, he's been going to bed at seven for a while mm-hmm. now. And so we have the whole evening together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, no matter what goes on, and I mean, every now and then, of course, like he'll have a bad night yeah. or something. But I know that like, no matter how tired I feel during the day, how like, maybe we haven't gotten to like talk much that day, like after seven, like we can do whatever. That's like awesome. we can hang out and see each I other. Love that. And it feels like, It's just us. And it is. It's just us after seven. So it's fun. I love that y'all do that. I think the best advice for that, if someone told us that your baby's life revolves around you, not your life revolves around your baby. Yeah, that's Or more so your family. Your family. And that's where that whole family teams really comes in. And so like we structure his schedule around the time that we want to spend together in our schedule and not the other way around. That way, when we're looking at when are we going to have time together, we're being intentional. Like, okay, he's got to go to bed here because we have plans that we're going to do. That's so good. I feel like we factor all three of us into like the decisions, like Mm -hmm. in operating like a family team, like what's going to be best for everybody. Mm -hmm. I love that. So what's something y'all seen in each other as parents that maybe you didn't see before, like that you've fallen more in love with each other. You're like, wow, that's really cool that you're like that as a mom or you're like that as a dad. I think just sometimes John Luke will randomly be like, oh, I can't believe how much I love him. Like he'll just randomly have these like outbursts of just like how much he loves John Shepard. And that's been really sweet. That's so sweet. I love that. I think for Mary Kate, it's just her consistent commitment to him and just how much she like 
loves him and is so excited for him and is like for everything, like his outfits, his mm-hmm. little <laughs> walking thing, his like everything. He's like her little best friend. We're best friends. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are. You're just such a good mom. Like so consistent. And everybody in our family sees that. And you're such a good dad, Johnny. Did y'all see Sean Johnson and Andrew East? Their videos are hilarious. They're also yes, a young they couple are. and have a baby. And the other day, she was videoing him crying. Oh, and she's yeah. like, why are you crying? He's like, I just love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just made me think of that with the random verse of love. Okay. So what is y'all's ideal date situation? Like if it was like y'all's perfect date, what would that look like? I can think of something that y'all have done that made me laugh so hard because me and Christian would have never done. And I'm wondering if you're going to say it. Wait, you should just say it. You say it. When y'all went to the bookstore and just like picked out books together. We do that every Valentine's Day. That's every Valentine's Day. That's our Valentine's Day tradition. We go to the bookstore. Uh We go to like Barnes & Noble and we each get a book. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Every Valentine's Day, they go to Barnes & Noble, get a book and that is like they love it because like y'all both love to read so much. They're like, I, if me and Christian went to Barnes and Noble, we would be like in the faith based section, like, look at this book I just found of Bob Goff and Jensen Franklin. And then we'd get like way too many books that and we'd probably read half of a couple. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but y'all get like books that like I wouldn't think of getting. Y'all get like fiction. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so funny. It's funny because our Valentine's dates, like we go to Barnes and Noble and then we just wander around by ourselves for like two hours i know we realize this past year it's kind of ironic because yeah, we're literally we not even, together we're for not like together at all and then every <laughs> once in a while we'll come together and be like hey okay i'm thinking this one okay what are you thinking yeah yeah okay. it is so funny okay wait so is it safe to say are y'all introverts yes both of y'all i definitely say okay so. i would definitely say y'all are introverts too and somebody actually asked they're like what's it like like being introverts married so that's, that's what it's so like mm-hmm. you yeah, individually go like. you go together to parts and one individually go read books <laughs> That's amazing. That's, so true. That's exactly that what it's like. It's so funny. All right. Now I have to ask this since we talked about introvert, extrovert. What's y'all's Enneagram numbers? Seven for me, which a lot of people say I'm the only introvert seven they know. It's true. But like you're such a seven, like no question that you're mm-hmm. a seven, but you're definitely introverted. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool combo. Are you eight wing or six wing? Um, I used to say I was a six wing, but lately I'm definitely eight wing. You've been honing in on your eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. always like to think of it as like my actual arms being wings. It's like, uh-huh. this is my yeah. wings getting very strong. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it, uh, just like with my friends, I'm seven wing six. But then like with work and everything, I've just like had to be more on the eight side. I understand yeah, that. that. Mm-hmm. One time I had tested an eight and everybody was like, you're not an eight. Then I looked at what was going on in my life. I was like. Yep, I've had to be that. Mm. Like sometimes you have to be an eight. Yeah. Everybody has a little eight ha- that you got to come yeah. into uh-huh. it at some point. I'm a two, so my eight is where I go to when I'm stressed. <laughs> you're eight. You, you're aware of your eight too. Oh, I am. I am. That's awesome. Well, we took we had the same Myers Briggs one time, and really? I remember mm-hmm. reading the description, yeah. and it said it called us like extroverted introverts. Oh, cool. And I was like, I've always thought that's like perfect. Yeah, y'all are. I feel like that's exactly how we are. Y'all are, because y'all can hang in a like big group. Y'all are fun, funny, stuff like that. But like y'all also are like more introverted. It's really funny too, because so I'm a six on the Enneagram and Christian's a three. But when we did the Myers-Briggs, so the six is a loyalist on the Enneagram and his Myers-Briggs name was the loyalist, which is kind of cool. So it's cool how some of those weave together like Uh in your relationship, you see. All right, last question I'll ask. And this is just because we asked, like, what are relationship questions you have? And 
I feel like this question could just actually open up the door to a lot of good advice. But Grace sent in, did you feel ready for marriage? And once you got in, how do you get used to that, like being married? And I feel like me and Christian could probably talk about this in a lot of different angles. And so what do you guys think? Did you feel ready? And then if not, or if so, what did that transition look like once you were in there? I don't know if ready is necessarily the right term to use. I think this kind of goes back to like saying like, oh, she's the one in the sense of like every day it's a choice. Yeah. And so when you feel like you're getting married, like you are deciding they're the person I love. Mm -hmm. They're the person I'm going to be married. And then once you get married, it's that daily choice of growing closer, sticking to it, Mm -hmm. forgiving, love, like doing what you have to do to like Mm -hmm. stay married and build a relationship and love each other. And so I don't know in the sense of like, like when you say ready, it's like you prepare something to get ready, but there's nothing to prepare except for your own relationship. Your own heart. Yeah, yeah your, your own relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. your own relationship with, mm-hmm. with Christ and your own heart. Yeah, that's really cool. I feel like it's similar as whenever you decide like to have a baby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, I guess I'm as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I don't know yeah. if we ever feel like prepared enough yeah. for some things, but it is like that daily choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's yep. so good. I was thinking that because, I mean, we're all young. Like y'all, how old are y'all when y'all get married? 19. 19. So mm-hmm. 19, we're 21 and 20. And so relatively young from a world's point of view. And it's not that you'd say like, we're going to look back in five years and be like, whoa, like it's crazy to think like we didn't know it all. You're never going to mm-hmm. know it all. Yeah. But if you're ready in the sense, like you said, like I'm ready because my heart is like in Christ for Christ. This relationship is in Christ for Christ. That's what like our purpose is to do. And we're just committed to it. Mm-hmm. Like this is a covenant relationship. You understand that then you're ready. Mm-hmm. And then you figure it out as you go. Yeah, and you right. learn exactly. a lot and you grow a lot. And I mean, it's crazy. Even Christian and I have been married for six months. We've grown so much and learned so much even in six months, you know, because yeah. you're just going to, especially like merging your life with another person. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Y'all have so much good advice. I know so many people are going to be so blessed. A lot of introverts are going to feel very seen and heard. <laughs> and also I want to shout out everything that y'all have going on in your life. John Luke does run a summer camp, Camp Shioka. You should totally come to camp next summer. It's going to be too legit to quit. There's middle school, high school, things for kids. What are the day campers age? What does it start five, at? Five to 18. Five Five to eighteen. Also, we yeah. always need. Well, he he'll hear me counselors. Counselors, yeah. So summer staff. That eighteen would, to twenty-four year old. Eighteen to twenty-four year olds. If you're interested in volunteering at a summer camp, call the number. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Instagram, Camp Shioka. Follow along. And Mary Kate has her own stuff going on. She has a wellness page. I don't know if you've seen it, Mary Kate. What what's your wellness page again? Mary Kate Rob Wellness. Mary Kate Rob Wellness. <laughs> And it's actually really, that is full of good advice because Mary Kate got me this essential oils kit and I was like, oh shoot, like I love this, but I don't know what to do with it. But I look at her page and I, I get some facts. She also posts the cutest pictures of John Shepard. Do you still do your blog? Not so much sometimes. But she has a blog and you can get caught up on all the history of the blog. But they're also just an adorable family to follow. So go follow Jolink and Mary Kate on Instagram. And thank y'all for sharing your time with us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So good, guys. That was so fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast. I have so much fun doing this. I hope y'all have fun listening. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Rob and follow the podcast at Whoa That's Good Podcast. 
Head on over to liveoriginal.com to see when I'm in a city near you or visit Live Original blog on our online store, which carries my exclusive Words by City Rob line. Also, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave comments so we can hear what you're loving. Also, want to give a special shout out to my audio engineer, Marcus DePaula, the whole team at United Talent Agency, and my Live Original team. You guys are awesome, and hey, so are all of you too. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>